Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today I am joined by Shepherd High School football coach Lucas Logan. How are you doing today? Doing good. Doing good. Good. So, you know, I want to start this out by just asking what got you into coaching? Well, what got me into coaching were my experiences, my experiences with coaches, my experiences with um, the players and the sport, you know, everything that football and wrestling gave me, I wanted to give back all everything my coaches gave me, I wanted to be able to do for That's awesome. So I see you're wearing a Shepherd wrestling shirt right now. Are you also a wrestling coach for Shepherd too? Um, not anymore. Um, I, I did. I coached wrestling at Shepherd since um, 2010. But then once I took the head coaching job last year, I no longer coached wrestling there. But I did it at both the middle school and the high school level. Oh, awesome. So, um, you know, I've noticed in doing a lot of these interviews with small town Montana that there is a real difference in the community aspect when it comes to the football program. So what makes Shepherd such a special place to coach? Well, what makes Shepherd special is a, you have access, you have access to um, elementary middle school and high school and you it's the involvement of the community um, and their availability um, and then the trust of the administration. So when it comes to access, I get to watch and get involved with kids from, from kindergarten all the way up to, um, to their 12th grade year where I wouldn't get to do that in, in larger, in larger districts. Right. And then the community, my experience with the community and the parents is I can be real with them. I can, um, whatever I ask of them, they do what they can to help. For example, we've got community members that volunteer, um, that help the football team volunteer for at the senior citizen where our parents show up at, at these events and volunteer for these senior, senior citizens, whether that's lawn work or using a chainsaw to, to chop down the trees. Um, they, they help us build football equipment. They help us at concessions. They, I mean, these parents are 100% behind me and my staff and whatever we need. So that's, that's another reason what, what makes Shepherd special. And then the trust in the administration and that the trust that they have in me, um, I don't have, I don't have any issues. Some people, you know, they, they have a lot of, sometimes they may have problems or it's a struggle for them. It isn't a struggle for me. I've got a wonderful AD. I have wonderful principals. I have an even better superintendent. Um, and if I need it, they do whatever they can to help me out. Oh, that's awesome to hear that there's such a community backing for you. That's awesome. And for the football team. So talk to me a little bit about the grind of class B as a whole, but then specifically Southern B. Well, the grind was the grind with Southern B comes down to, you know, a, how tough is your team? How healthy is your team? What kind of numbers are you getting out? So if you, 
if you have one guy go down, that can change the your entire season in Class B. Whereas I've seen in Double A, you could have you could have a starter go down, and it may not affect you that much, depending, you know. But with Class B, you have one of your dudes go down. <laughs> it, it, it may change the entire trajectory of of your season. So then it comes down to the coaches to get creative. Um, so, and then, you know, class B football is class B football. You may have to travel for four or five hours and then get off the bus. And in 90 minutes, you're going to have to play. So they got kids got to used to that. For sure. For sure. So, you know, you kind of mentioned it and, um, I want to talk about, you know, what happens if you do have that one dude that is just a complete stud and you um, obviously are going to focus your team around him. What happens when he graduates and then the next year you're kind of left without him? Well, that's that's where the coaches and 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 our staff, you are not only developing that year and getting those guys ready for that current year but we're training juniors sophomores and freshmen and developing them as well so if you're not making time for your twos your threes and your fours on your depth chart you're doing your you're doing your team an injustice because you need the next guy to be ready to go and so i just i think it's it's up to the coaches and the coaching to to get every year ready to go and don't don't forget about um each position like uh, i know we just came across something um just in practice today I, I trained two senior snappers last year and forgot i'm like i don't have a underclassman <laughs> snapper so um like oh there we go i didn't i didn't prepare for the years ahead so you come across problems like that oh that's that's awesome. Um, so you're a fairly new head coach. I think I saw it's like your second or third year there at Shepherd. So what have you learned from your time there at Shepherd as the head coach? You know what you learn each year that goes by. I mean, I've been a head coach for um, high school wrestling for, I don't know, 10 years. But and then this year for the high school football team. But each year you learn one less thing that or one more thing that you can anticipate the next year so that may be finances that may be a, a new um a, a new video system for your for your game film or that may be a new way to take stats or equipment that you have to order or just one less thing that you have to that you have to plan for and each year it gets a little bit easier in that aspect, but you, you never stop learning as a coach. I'm learning from coaches on other teams, from players, from my coaching staff um, all the time. So really as a head coach, you're learning all the time, but it, it does, it gets a little bit easier when, as the years, as each year goes on and one less thing to anticipate. Awesome. So I know you have at least one new assistant with my friend, Andrew. So how do you um, get, you know, how do you get coaches to want to come on with you? And then how do you get them bought into your system? As far as availability for coaches, um, I'll get coaches through 
word of mouth. I'll get coaches that know other people. I'll will advertise it, and we just somebody that sees it right now is going to be interested. Um, that's what I've been doing in the past, but now, now we've got a full middle school staff. I mean, we had we had six or seven middle school coaches coaching with us during the summer, and we hope that that becomes like a farm system for us where if we've got middle school coaches that that want to come up then they've been running our system they can come up we know them already um so that's the way you get coaches come out there you it's 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 either word of mouth or it's up it's up through your middle school system oh that's that's awesome that they're you know so bought in that they'll come up to the high school that's awesome so, um, you know, one thing, too, about being a high school football coach is you want to get your players on to the next level playing college ball, if that is their hopes and dreams. So what is your role in that as the head coach? Uh, we have two roles. So, A, they have – we develop the progressions. The players, if they – by the time they get to a senior year – Hopefully, we're building a little bit more onto their skill set, making them ready for or preparing them for college. Because um, most of my staff has played on college, has played at the college level. We know what it's like. We have they go to um, college football camps. Um, they they watch film on college players. Uh, we have college players that uh, old alumni that come speak to them about work ethic, you know, how to prepare for it. And, and then finally to prepare them for college, they have their highlight films that, that they, we can cut for them through their, through film where they just cut themselves and just get ready for the next level. For sure. So what do you, um, what do you suggest, I guess, for kids from smaller towns to get seen? my suggestion is live in the weight room study film and if you are interested in a particular school you go to that school's camp All entire coaching staff is going to be there watching you you make plays at their camp that coaching staff is going to see you and i would start going you could start going as a freshman to start going to their camps so that they can see you. But, you know, whenever you, the player decides to get serious about football, junior year, definitely, you can start going to their camps, maybe sophomore year if you're a dude and, and go to those camps. For sure. Awesome. So now I kind of want to focus on how do you see the team being this year and where do you see them being at the end of the year? Um, this team is going to be better than last year. So that's what we hope for them. We hope that a, where we start to become, we're not there yet, but start to become week by week, the toughest team in the state and then improve from last year. We've got only two seniors this year and the rest are junior. So it's a young team, but I think the team is, is going to improve from last year. And last year we had third, 11 13 seniors um but this this class has been putting time in since january with player-led practices and then they did three days a week uh, for open gym since june 
I don't know how many other teams are out there putting that much time in. So this year we expect toughness. We, ex- we expect them to improve. We'll see what happens after that week by week. And then um, each year that goes on, each year that goes on should only get better since the middle school's running the same program. We've got a buddy program going on where we've got third through um, third through seventh grade um, kind of buddying up with each of our um, high school players. We've got after school weightlifting um, with our high school staff, um, specifically Coach Hale from third grade through seventh grade after school. Wow. Um, January. So we've got the buy-in at the, at the young ages and, and, and them running the same system in the middle school. So we, we hope we just improve every year with all this work. Wow. That's awesome to hear. So my last question, without giving too much away of your game plan, obviously, do you tend to stay with the same game plan or do you fluctuate depending on what kind of players you have from year to year? So the system Our philosophy for the system is it's going to match the skill set of our players. So if we've got, if you've got a quarterback that can, you know, throw it deep and that's his strengths, then we're going to manipulate the offense to match his skills. If I've got a downhill runner, then, you know, you run between the tackles. So each, each year that goes on, we, our system that is in place is, is adaptable both offense and defense so we'll put people where they where they're going to be most successful that's awesome so i i guess i have one more question with you bringing up the defense a little bit there's been teams that like to rotate players in and out do you as much as you can with numbers like to try to do that on the defensive line absolutely we're a two deep team so um my my philosophy is this year again you know adapting to our skill set is the defense is there to keep the offense fresh because in in class b everyone's playing both ways right um so we will have a regular rotation at all three at all at all the positions in the in the defense so that we keep those starters for the offense that are going to make the biggest difference fresh that's awesome to hear well hey i want to thank you so much for your time today i know you have a meeting that you need to get to so i want to keep it short and give you time to get to that but um thank you so much for coming on and look forward to hopefully having a good season by the mustangs yeah thank you very much yes have a great rest of your day you too